and knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. Poker. This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts, Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. Welcome to the show, everybody. Big Dave and Joe here for another edition of Poker Action Line. Poker World keeps rolling on out in California. They don't. They don't stop for us or anybody. <laughs> they don't. Uh, this is their big swing out there in California, finishing up with the third tournament uh, out on the coast, which is the one at uh, uh, Thunder Valley Casino up in Lincoln, California, which is outside of Sacramento. It's called the Rolling Thunder Tournament. And it followed uh, Bay 101, which ended last week. They got right into it immediately after the final table. They headed over and got play started right away. Uh, the winner at Bay 101 was uh, a German fellow named Stefan Schilhabel. Uh He defeated Adam Geyer head-to-head in play. And uh, also uh, at that final table was uh, Griffin Paul, who won a big tournament down here at the Hard Rock last year. Another Miami and Angelko Andrievich. Uh, they finished fifth and fourth, respectively. Maria Ho also made that final table and finished sixth, uh, winning 179,000. Third place finisher was Brian Piccoli. Piccioli, I don't know how to pronounce that, but uh, he uh, finished in third. Shil Hobble wins 1.298 million, and Geyer wins 752k for second place. Uh, Griffin Paul took home 231,000. He won close to a million dollars, I think, here at the Hard Rock last year at the uh, showdown. So, a uh, big tournament for him uh, here, and uh, he is from California, so uh, he obviously wasn't a fluke down here. No, obviously not. Not, <laughs> not with those results. Anyway, that was uh, that was in uh, the Bay Area at Bay 101, and uh, all the fun with the uh, isn't that the shooting, shooting stars, stars, right? Yes. Uh, a lot of fun with that, and. Uh, they moved right on, and they are underway at the final table this afternoon for the uh, main event of the Rolling Thunder uh, Poker World Poker Tour event. Uh, headed into play today with uh, their final table all set up, and uh, one of our friends on the program here that we've had on a, c- a couple of times, Mohsin Sharanya, uh, is at that final table. Also, uh, uh, Harrison Gimble, who is from here in South Florida. So he seemed to go to every tournament, no matter where it is, and we seem to have someone uh, either associated with the show or uh, from our area here that seems to do very well. Yeah, we, we seem to be a little a good luck charm there for a couple of these people. I think we are. I think uh, when, once the world starts to uh, <laughs> realize that, we, we won't have any problem getting any guests. Uh, 409 <clears throat> players out in uh, the Sacramento area for this one. Down now, as I mentioned, to the final table. Uh, chip leader is Russell Garrett with 4.48 million chips. Uh, Sharanya is in second right now, 2.88. Uh, Harrison Gimble in third place, 2.325. Marcus Gonzalez, Hafiz Khan, and Derek Wolters round out the field. Wolters the shortstop with just 605,000. Or 605, uh, yeah, 605,000. So uh, we'll be following that a little bit during the show. I don't know if we can give you a final result out of that one, but... Uh, uh, Mosin's very nice guy, uh, very kind uh, with his time. A couple times I've interviewed him. Uh, Harrison, we had on the show, I think, maybe the first year. He was the kid who, uh, when he was 18 year o- years old, won uh, the PCA main event for $2.2 million. Wow. Pretty amazing. Yeah. 
it's amazing the amount of money that these young people are winning. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, unlike uh, some people out there, he uh, saved enough of it to, uh, you know, make an impact in his life forever. Yeah, let the, you know, listen, uh, what was the name of that young man who did really well in the, the, from the dealer from the Hard Rock? That Oh, uh, Perry Shaw. Perry Shaw. You know, it was so nice to hear him talk about how he spoke to yeah. his accountant and financial planners and, you know, you know that's that's life changing money. Yeah. And if you know how to properly invest, that it could last you for a very very long. Well, time. he's probably run into a lot of people that uh, weren't so smart, and uh, as a poker dealer for many years, uh, sat in that high chair. And you, know, you hear the stories. The table. And you hear the stories. You do. Dave. Yes. As a dealer, you definitely hear the stories, and you know, uh, obviously more so over the last few years when the tournaments have just gone crazy with the amount of money that you can win. And, you know, we've had some of these people on our show that have won a lot of money, blown it all, were borrowing money after winning, and then, you know, luckily for them, they were able to hit another tournament, and, you know, they had straightened out their lives as to whatever whatever was exactly. the leak in their lives yeah. for that money. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's up on the show tonight? Well, we might have Kevin McClellan a little bit later on, a uh, charity event we uh, that I'm going to be playing in on Sunday. Uh, up at the Palm Beach Kennel Club. Looking forward to that one. I uh, have missed it the last couple of years, and I'll be playing this year. It's the Tyler's Team charity event, uh, which is now in its sixth year. Uh, it's kind of funny. We got involved with Kevin our first year on the program. I mentioned a little, little bit last week. And, uh, you know, he was just starting then, so he's now a, a veteran at throwing tournaments. And uh, we'll <laughs> maybe get him on the show a little bit later on. Otherwise, uh, we'll just talk about uh, what's happening in that event and what you can expect. Hopefully, we'll get some of our listeners to turn out there, uh, get a chance to uh, maybe sit at the table with me, which uh, is not only a, a tremendous honor, but a <laughs> tremendously easy accomplishment to uh, blow me out uh, big time. Uh, but the main uh, event on the show tonight is going to be an interview I did about 10 days ago with William Mason, who is the poker director at the Seminole Hard Rock here in Hollywood. I know that uh, you know we talk about the Hard Rock constantly, but they're the ones with the big events that uh, bring the stars in. Yes, they do. And uh, <clears throat> don't always get a chance to talk with, uh, with Bill. I mean, per- privately I do, obviously. But, uh, you know, the Seminole Hard Rock uh, has a tendency to be very careful with their media and uh, usually have to uh, log in some questions ahead of time and let them know. So I did that uh, and sat down with both Bill Mason and his uh, new tournament director, Tony Burns, who's also been on the show with us when he worked at the, at the Isle Casino. Real nice, real nice yeah, guy, Yeah, great Tony. guy, and doing a great job over there. They had the very successful uh, uh, tournament uh, during the month of February where you could move up to the next one uh, each one, not an accumulator. Uh, it's a acceler- step, like a step uh, tournament. Yeah. Sometimes they call it a step, an accelerated tournament. I think accelerator was the name of this one. Okay. Uh, not, a, not an accumulator, but uh, uh, an accelerator event where they had four separate weeks of uh, tournaments. And uh, if you finish in the top ones, you got a free entry into the next one and so on. And, and the buy-ins increased, too. So that turned out very well. It was a good tournament for them. So both Tony and, and uh, Bill sat down with me, uh, and we talked up in the uh, poker room several days ago. And I did not play it last week. We're getting a little bit closer, though, to the big events here in April, which we're really looking forward to. Uh, Not only the regular showdown event, which also, I believe, is heading into its sixth year. And uh, then later on, the Tournament of Champions, right on the heels of that, also a 10K and a 25K high roller. Uh, And uh, a lot of those will be streamed on on, on, uh, the 
internet and also uh, the tournament champions will be covered for next season's uh, WPT uh, broadcast. So big tournament, expect a lot of big names and uh, certainly looking forward to that. So uh, in our second segment, we'll get to that interview with uh, William Mason and uh, we hope you'll stick around and, and listen to that one. Uh, some news coming out of Tallahassee uh, that we didn't really touch on, but now it's kind of uh, etched in stone here, and that is that nothing is happening. <laughs> and I guess it's not really too much of a surprise. Uh, the legislators in Florida are always worried about in, uh, expanding gambling here in, in Florida, uh, despite the fact that it pays their salaries, it pays uh, the bills in Tallahassee for a lot of things, and unfortunately this year, there's a couple of court cases and some other things involved with the Paramutual Commission, including the uh, Gretna case, Gretna Racing, uh, which has sued uh, the uh, state of Florida in the Supreme Court case uh, that will decide whether they can get slot machines up there. Gretna is in a little area in North Florida, uh, the Panhandle, and a uh, years ago... Uh, Wanted to have poker, wanted to have, uh, you know, slot machines certainly increase their way. So what they did was they started barrel racing uh, <laughs> with horses riding around barrels and uh, kind of a crazy thing. But uh, since other people had had success running shorter races than the thoroughbred horse racing that we've had here for 50 years, uh, went to quarter horses. That was how Hylia got their license. And some other people uh, went through some loopholes in the uh, laws over the years and got a chance to get some in Florida. So they had a referendum up there. They had one also in Palm Beach, and both of them passed, uh, the Gretna uh, County up there. And also uh, the, in Palm Beach, the referendums passed that the people did want slot machines. So now uh, there's a case that's winding its way through the Supreme Court to the Supreme Court. And it will be decided whether they will be able to bring in, uh, there's five other counties, by the way, that also would add slots. And uh, before they make a deal with the Indians, because a lot of the uh, negotiations were based on uh, the exclusivity that the uh, Seminoles had for certain games and machines and that sort of thing down here in South Florida, and that outside of Dade and Broward, no one could have slots. And a lot of their agreements were based on that. So, you know, they figured what's the use if this course uh, court case is going to be uh, put to the test this summer, uh, and it goes through, then any negotiations could just be tossed out, and they would have to start over. Exactly, and because one of the things is that they have uh, exclusivity to slot machines, you know, uh, outside of South Florida. Right, and of course the uh, the Seminoles down here have had blackjack for for a couple of years, uh, baccarat and other table games, which maybe some of the paramutuals will get down here in South Florida. Uh, as far as poker itself, I don't think there's going to have be a whole lot of change based on that. But, you know, when, when, when people are able to add games and increase their revenue, uh, who knows what you may try next in the poker world. Well, you know, as far as I can see, poker has just about everything it needs. I, I, I really don't see any other. Re I mean, we're, we're having multi-million dollar payouts for tournaments, uh, unlimited buy-ins for them. So... As far as the poker world is concerned, Big Dave, I think uh, they, they've gotten everything that they want. I'm, I believe these people are just trying to see if they can increase their revenue through other uh, table games. Right. Anyway, uh, in my interview with uh, William Mason, we didn't talk much about the compact because obviously it's a very touchy subject and you don't want to uh, 
put a lot of stuff out in the media until it's been decided right. or negotiated. And there's a lot of backroom uh, politics going on up in Tallahassee. So uh, we didn't talk about that. But what we did talk about was uh, uh, their trip out to Los Angeles, Beverly Hills uh, in particular, where they had the uh, American Poker Awards and the Seminole Hard Rock did win award for uh, event of the year for a poker tournament, 2,000 or more buy-in. They were also nominated for the uh, the big four final tables uh, associated with the uh, Seminole Hard Rock Poker Open. They did not win for that. Uh, the Colossus, I believe, was the, the, the winner. winner of that one. And uh, William Mason was also nominated for Industry Person of the Year, along with John Pappas, Jack Effel, and Matt Savage. It was won by Matt Savage, and I don't think Bill expected to win, but certainly to get nominated. Big honor to be nominated with those names. So we talked about some of those things with him and uh, a few things with Tony as well, as he was uh, present at the interview, and we'll get to that in just a few minutes. Uh, Some other things going on here in South Florida, obviously, or not in South Florida, and and world uh, countrywide. The circuit is up at Harrah's in Atlantic City, and I wanted to mention that because another one of our friends of the show, uh, Bernard Lee, has made a final table in one of the events up there. Bernard. So uh, uh, Chris Reslock is uh, one of the other players at that final table and chip leader uh, as they are playing. It's just a small event, a 365 buy-in, event number one, but it's in Atlantic City there. kind of in Bernard's backyard, so uh, <laughs> be able to get some play in that one, and he is playing in the final table. Um, also, uh, some talk about uh, computers against poker. Uh, it turns out there's a game called uh, Go, Alpha Go, and I don't know anything about all this gaming that's really taking off in this country. A lot of people are, uh, young people are... Alpha uh, Go. They're actually playing these video, video games in these tournaments that are being broadcast on Twitch and, on t- and other TV uh, streams. And uh, they actually had a computer that was uh, designed by Google called the DeepMind. And they played this game against one of the top Go players in the world. And they played five matches, and the computer won four of them. Hmm. So we had that talk, obviously, last year when the uh, computer played some of the poker players uh, and didn't do quite as well. And uh, it just makes you wonder, uh, you know, all this artificial intelligence that uh, is taking over with these new inventions and uh, these Google glasses and these uh, virtual reality things. I mean, what's next in the world of poker as far as computers, Joe? <laughs> well, let's hope, th- uh, let's hope they don't come up with a system to try to beat the online games that are out there now and as we here on the show hope we'll come back in the future in the yeah. United States. But, you know, I, it's funny how you mentioned last year it didn't do so well, this year it did. And to me all that means is the cards ran according to what the statistics say right. they should run. Yeah. And, you know, um, yeah, you can play poker like that all the time. I mean, especially if you're a computer, you're going to be able to, to do this with your, with your memory <laughs> there. But, um, you know, poker is also a game of feel. Uh, you know, which you don't know. The human emotions. The the uh, human human emotions. The reading of uh, different things that people do and say. Exactly. How they react to a certain card, how they react to a certain bet. You know, that can't be calculated by a computer. Yeah. And, you know, in the long run, you're just taking the emotions out of poker, which you shouldn't be doing. It'd be nice to have uh, some added memory. 
Yeah. Plug, plug, <laughs> plug a ram chip into yeah, your maybe forehead. Yeah, take one of those pills that they have on that Limitless show, uh, yeah, you know, exactly. where, you, where your brain gets uh, more capacity or something. Certainly but would help if you remembered every hand you ever played yeah. and uh, how it turned out. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, you know, the cards are going to be different every time, but... Uh, uh, you know, it's it's curious to me uh, that, uh, you know, a lot of this uh, artificial intelligence has kind of taken over a lot of parts of our lives, things that we never expected, you know, 30 years ago when we were, uh, you know. I think it's helped. It's obviously helped mankind with the technology that we've had, you know, the, the way it's expanded and grown over these last few years. But I don't know if it's if it can ever take over for everything. Yeah. I, I mean, human emotion is just such a great, powerful tool that you know, computer can never match that. And it just reminds me of the old movies, like the the Batman movies and Spider Man, and all how the villains always seem to find a way to manipulate this stuff for <laughs> personal gain and to uh, you know, it's it, it's not enough in this world now to be a good person and and be naive well, and realize that it'll let you, that you can be taken advantage of. Exactly. And like you just said, the bad guys always seem, seem to find a way to manipulate this first, but, you know, for, for, for bad that other than good. And, you know, then, then the good guys have to come in there and figure out a way to get it back, right. uh, tip the scales back in the other direction. So the bottom line is, uh, you know, we find fault with the legislators for dragging their feet, but maybe sometimes there's a reason for it that uh, you got to be, you know, you can't look into every scenario that's going to emerge. But, uh, you know, you try to stop cheating, you try to stop collusion, you try to stop the things that uh, where good people get taken advantage of and lose their money. So uh, there is a lot of responsibility there, and although we make light of it sometimes, uh, you realize that when you're changing laws and that sort of thing, uh, you know, you have to be careful. Yeah, it's always it's always better to err on the side of caution. Uh, I, I just wish I had the same faith in the government that you do, that you're thinking that they're doing this for, well, I didn't for, say the, that. for the greater good. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't, my, I didn't my experience and dealings with the government here have not led me to believe that. I just don't think the, the right hand knows what the left hand is doing uh, or, or the guy in front doesn't know what the guy in back is doing. Yeah. So well, that's just the, been my experience. In the name of progress, I, I think we're taking two steps back a lot of times because uh, the evil in this world is uh, certainly prevalent. And, uh, uh, you know, after watching the uh, elections on Tuesday, uh, you know, the day before we're doing the show here and, and realizing how... Uh, Sad. Some of this uh, commentary is on uh, the human spirit, and uh, you know, I'm, uh, I don't want to get into politics or anything, but I'm very much afraid of Donald Trump. I, well, let me tell you something. Has, is it just me, or has this just been one nasty campaign, yeah, one na- nastier than usual for 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 this type of? Uh, it's it, it's really been ugly. Well, the funny actually. thing is, you know, on the, on the Democratic side, and I here I am getting into politics, but. On the Democratic side, you have Hillary Clinton, who's a lifelong politician, has been involved behind the scenes, and I hate a lot of that stuff that she stands for uh, because, uh, you know, uh, these people manipulate the system. They've been there for years and years of their career, and you get someone new like Bernie Sanders coming in, and whether, you know, people are worried about uh, how far he is to the left, uh, the socialist values, some of the ones that he holds, uh, at least he's someone new. So the same thing on the Republican side is that you have a Donald Trump who is not a lifelong politician, and people are so tired of what they've put up with over the years that they start to lean that way, and they, they don't look closely at the uh, meanness and uh, and uh, evil that, that, that he represents sometimes. Do we want this guy with his finger on a nuclear button? 
I, listen, I don't even know if I want him speaking to <laughs> to any other world leaders, but you know it's true, and and it's a sad sad state that all politicians have to kind of look in the mirror that this is what it's fallen to, in my opinion, because you know things can't get done. We you know listen, we 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 did something almost eight years ago when we elected the first black president. You know, a complete change. You know, we were hoping to move on from the Bush years, you know, and and Dick Cheney as vice president. And they fought so hard that, you know, Obamacare to me is a complete mess. You know, no, none of the goals were made. You know, well, I think I, Americans you know, I'm, are I'm tired. I completely I think, agree with that. I, well, listen, I, it's great for the for the very low income, but now to put plays in penalties for people. I, again, yeah, it's, to me, it's a very middle class is getting screwed. It's getting sure. screwed, and guess who the largest people are in this country? It's the middle class, right. and so that's terrible. And even if Trump had run as an independent, you know, and, and had these views, you know. People are just tired of politicians in general. I think people are tired of politicians, of nothing getting done, you know, without the constant bickering that the Republicans and Democrats have with each other, that they each believe their side is the only side and the right side, that hearing the crazy stuff that's coming out of Trump's mouth, it's just like, hey, let's give this guy a chance. At least it's going to be an exciting well, four that, years. That, At that's least it's thing. going to be an exciting four years yeah, on there, TV every there, night. There's a lot of anger, and there's uh, people are tapped into something. They're looking for something different. I certainly can understand that. But uh, i got to say, we're looking at uh, two candidates here, uh, Two very pasty white, uh, reddish, blondish, reddish hair uh, people. And this is going to be a very racial uh, uh, event down the stretch. I mean, oh, as, okay. as we get to, to our uh, past the conventions and moving toward the election, I think it's going to be very nasty uh, racially wise. Uh, yeah, well, listen, it's no different than the way the Repu- The Democrats have been a little more, uh, you know... Uh Social about it, you know, there hasn't been as nasty between Hillary and and Sanders and Bernie, but no, but the, the well, Republicans well, well, wait, just, wait till wait till the general election gets you know, in. yeah, well, but when the general election, I mean, you know, Trump and Marco Rubio and Cruz and the comments that were made, and it's 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 disturbing to it be is honest very disturbing. with you, David. Very disturbing. And you know, you can only anticipate how ugly it's going to get. Yeah. You know, uh, once Trump gets the nomination, because I believe he's definitely going to get that nomination. Although, did you hear some of the stories today about, about the broker, broker deal? Yeah. yeah, if they don't, if he if he falls short of the twelve thirty seven delegates that he needs, yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy. Uh, this is obviously not a a, a political show, uh, and you kind of wonder what the effect is on poker. You do know that Donald Trump uh, comes from a gambling background, owning casinos and that sort of thing. And you would think that would might be a little bit of more uh, understanding about bringing in uh, new forms of poker. Although, as a uh, owner of brick-and-mortar casinos, he may not be too uh, sensitive to uh, online play and that sort of thing. So you wonder what's going to happen well, there. He, I figure if he can get his fingers and his hands into the pot on online, he'd have no yeah, issues with that. That's true. And then uh, you thought maybe Obama might uh, open things up a little bit uh, when you look at some of his more... Uh, uh, liberal views on certain things and uh, libertarianism and that sort of thing, uh, but you know it was it was his uh, gang up at the uh, Department of Justice that cracked down on everything here. So 
you just don't know what's going to happen as far as your game goes. And, you know, I, that's why I always continue to support the uh, Poker Players Alliance and the things that they do, a great grassroots organization that deserves your 20 or 25 bucks to exactly. join a membership and, and make sure that you have people speaking for you out there. Yep, I, I agree 100%. <laughs> I just don't know. Which party is going to be able to help us uh, in the, in this particular fight of ours? Yeah. Do you think it's the Republicans? Do you think it's the Democrats? I, I don't have a clue, Dave. Do yeah, you? I don't. Anyway, that's what we wait and see for. So uh, uh, when we get back, we'll talk with our we'll play our interview with uh, William Mason and uh, Tony Burns as we uh, discuss several things of, about uh, their trip to Los Angeles. So obviously, they had a uh, ringside seat to the Global Poker Index, uh, Global Global Poker League draft, which was there before the the, the uh, award show. So they were there all day. There was also several uh, um, seminars and uh, panel discussions, and we talked about some of that stuff. And then the growth of the Hard Rock, and uh, you know the excitement over there as things continue to get bigger and bigger, and uh, the focus of the poker world continues to be honed in on the property uh, on 441 in Hollywood. So uh, <laughs> when we come back, we'll hear that, and uh, we'll get to some other stuff as well. We hope you'll stick around and enjoy it. Uh, Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez uh, here with another edition of the show, but we do want to tell you about our friends at Gulfstream Park, who has been a sponsor of ours for close to a year now, uh, also uh, for about a year and a half earlier in our career. And uh, they are winding down their winter racing season. We always keep an eye on what's happening out on the track because – that brings the big crowds in and also fills up the poker tables as well. Uh, coming up this week uh, is the Inside Information Stakes, a 200K uh, seven furlong uh, horse race this Saturday. And also the Spectacular Bid uh, will uh, be contested at six and a half furlongs. And then uh, two weeks from this weekend will be the Florida Derby. So that will be a huge day out there at uh, the racetrack and they continue to do things for families as well including the breakfast at Gulfstream where um, they have programs for the kids uh, you get to uh, get right up close to the horses and the jockeys and the trainers speak with them and uh, learn a little bit about what goes on at the track and then the, the poker room as well uh, always a great uh, uh, place to have tournaments uh, they have one nightly at 7 p.m. but they have some great cash games and uh uh, nice, comfortable place, lots of televisions, and a great staff. Let me tell you, Dave, if, as a poker player, you want a well-run room who have professional dealers, professional floor people, and, an, and, and, a, and a cordial staff. Somebody's going to smile and, and be very good at what they do. That's what you get in that Gulfstream every single day. They do have a, a loyalty rewards program for the people who are their loyal customers, so check that out. You can get more information if you call the uh, poker room, 954-457-6336. 954-457-6336. They have all the amenities and uh, right next to the, uh, the slot machines as well. If you're into that sort of thing, uh, you can head over and play some of those games. They have over 800 uh, Las Vegas-style slot machines and uh, all the latest and greatest bells and whistles. So check it out. Uh, besides that, they have the uh, Village of Gulfstream with great dining, great stores, and lots of interesting stuff. Uh, it's certainly one of the jewels of South Florida entertainment. It's located in the southern southern part of Broward County on the corner of Hallandale Beach Boulevard and Federal Highway. 901 South Federal is the address if you want to plug it into your GPS. But just look for Pegasus out in the parking lot. It's huge. 110 feet tall. You can check that out. And easy to find, easy to get to, Gulfstream Park. 
This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. A lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean, and you can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck for Dave2037 so he can buy anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. What are you getting Steve2037? Steve2037 will be just fine. Okay, but don't expect to borrow my anti-gravity boots. Save something for the future. Put away a few bucks. Feel like a million bucks. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the show, Big Dave and Joe. A little, as I mentioned uh, earlier this month, uh, first part of March, uh, went over to the Hard Rock, got a chance to sit down with William Mason, who is uh, getting some uh, worldwide attention as the director of poker operations at the Seminole Hard Rock. Of course, the uh, WPT event on an annual basis, and then the addition over the last three years of the Seminole Hard Rock Poker Open have really put uh, that facility on the map and uh, they really have earned the praise of poker players around the country and around the world. So uh, it's great to be here in South Florida. Uh, when poker rules changed uh, six years ago, I don't think we we envisioned the kind of uh, attention that would come down here to South Florida. Well, I'll be honest with you. I, we may not have envisioned it, but it's not, it doesn't come as any surprise to me because I knew the potential that was right. here for years and years. And once the Hard Rock stepped up to the plate, you know, you knew they were going to take that to another level, which they have. Well, let's hear what he had to say. Uh, talked about numerous issues, and I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, here's my conversation with Bill Mason and Tony Burns. Big weekend for both you guys. Uh, well, week, not weekend, Thursday. Uh, big trip out to Los Angeles and uh, 
you know, probably one of the top experiences of, of your career, really, I think, uh, to this point so far. Uh, tell me a little about uh, the trip and uh, your expectations uh, going in. Uh, it, the trip was amazing. It was a really a good time. Uh, Tony and I enjoyed uh, the experience. Talk about incredible. Everything that uh, GPI and Alex Trifus did, the entire day was amazing. Uh, the seminars were great. The organization and the way the draft was held, the GPL draft was unbelievable. It was really cool. It felt like you were in a, a, a real draft room. Um, the production piece was super nice. And then the awards. The awards were incredible. I mean, just top-notch. You know, the cameras, the lights. I thought we were at the Oscars. It was really a great time. <laughs> the uh, seminars and that sort of thing, what did you take away from that? What was, like, a big surprise to you that uh, you learned a few things that you weren't uh, really aware of? Uh, the in integration between gaming, uh, as in the gamers, and uh, casino games themselves. There was a discussion about that. We really enjoyed that. I think that that's the wave of the future for, for Internet and online. When we looked at uh, some of the other panels, the ladies' panel was great. We, we got a lot of insight, and we talked to some of the ladies afterwards. It was really nice. I thought that that was a really strong panel with some diverse views. They were really good. Uh, and the other panel I like was the players' panel. The players' panel was really good. Uh, those guys, I mean, as you know, Matt Stout was up there, and he helps represent our brand. Uh, he's a class act, and right. he said a lot of things that uh, we truly believe in as a brand and what we look for in a, a player. Well, you guys do plenty of charity events. Uh, obviously, uh, it's a big part of what you do. Uh, the whole Hard Rock brand for years has been that's been an important part of the whole business and, and that sort of thing. Um, as far as the ladies go, uh, more specifically, uh, I thought it was interesting that there were three captains out of 12 were women mm -hmm. in the GPL. Uh, but you guys attract a lot of top women players. We have a lot of uh, women in South Florida that are really kind of stepping out. I think of uh, you know Jessica Dolly and and uh, you know players who play here a lot, Lonnie Harwood and Sam Abernathy. Uh, how do you move forward to get more women involved in the game? It's kind of like one of my topics that I always like to explore more on the show. I, I think a large part of it is getting more ladies involved in the discussion about how to how to increase their involvement in the day-to-day -day, uh, operations, the day-to-day -day tournaments, the day-to-day -day cash games, uh, as well as the events themselves. You know, there was some diverse views up on that panel. Um, some ladies don't believe in ladies' events. Others uh, do. They think it's a good way for uh, women to feel more comfortable getting involved. So, I mean, listening to them and listening to our player base, I think, is a, is a big piece of it. You know, and creating an environment that's comfortable for them. Exactly. It's always been a problem that, uh, you know, men will be Neanderthals sometimes and, and really blow away uh, some of the, the best, not only women, but the, the best opportunity for them to make more money is by being stupid. Uh, I guess we won't get a comment on that, but, uh, uh, you know, constantly you have to monitor the behavior in your room, so that's uh, yeah. definitely a concern of yours. We've done a lot over the last five or six years. Uh, in that area of cleaning up the behavior in general of the entire room. Uh, the room has grown to be a much safer place than it used to be. There's more of a security presence in our room. Our supervisors are a lot more proactive than they were six, seven years ago uh, in getting in the middle of things and, and being aware of their surroundings and ensuring that things don't get out of hand and everybody's treated fairly. Uh, what were your expectations going in as far as uh, the awards? You're nominated for three awards. Uh, you know, just to be included in that group of in the industry person of the year, to be a part of Matt Savage, uh, John Pappas, and uh, Jack Effel. I mean, 
you know, that, that's got to be a thrill, first of all. And not that you expected to win that one particularly because you're fairly new on the scene uh, in a lot of people's view. But what were your expectations for all the awards going in? Uh, to, to be, uh, for the industry leader of the year to be nominated was just a humbling experience. I was truly honored. Um, I'm close friends with Matt. Uh, as you know, and, and he's just, he's been a great mentor. Um, him and Mike Smith, I mean, two people that I can pick up the phone anytime and talk to and talk poker. I mean, they've been great guys. And to know that I was mentioned in the same breath with Matt is just an honor for me. It really was. Uh, as far as the other two awards, they are total team awards. And to, it, it just it means so much because we've come from, from a place where we didn't have the best of everything the image wasn't the best and to grow into where we are now over the last five six years and to be, just to be nominated if you look at the other nominees there were some really strong nominees there and it's a testament to how much we've done and the players the players have responded to what we've done we couldn't do anything we do without the players it's they're a big part of everything we do and to get that opportunity to have two of our events nominated was incredible You've always shared the credit with your staff, and uh, as you mentioned, it's a, it's a team effort for sure to get a, an event recognized like that. Uh, we know that uh, your management is obviously thrilled. Your your staff is very happy with uh, you bringing back the award. Uh, what's been the response from players in the room? Do you get people uh, talking about it? You know, we had uh, we brought the award into into the room on day two of our Escalator series, and we shook more hands and. and than we could have ever imagined. Everybody wanted to come up and see the trophy. They were talking to Tony. You know, we're so happy for you guys, so proud that this is our homeroom and we brought back something. And the award we won, I mean, one of the nominees for that award was the World Series of Poker Main Event. So for us to stand out um, with the top, the top tournament in our game, all right, in our sport, the number one, when anybody talks about it, is the World Series of Poker Main Event. To win that award in that category means a lot. Uh, with Tony sitting here, uh, you know, his Escalator Series was kind of a new uh, thing here in South Florida, and it, you guys pulled it off, it, and everybody seemed to love it. Uh, obviously, Tony being a part of the team now, I've known him for many years. Uh, another great move by the Hard Rock, really, and it's probably worked out fantastic, right? It's worked out better than I could have ever imagined. Tony's truly dedicated. Uh, he has heart and passion for everything that he does. Uh, he came to us, uh, I guess we talked about this in December, about the Escalator Series for February. And, you know, we, we sat down and we looked at it and I said, you know, if you think we can do it, we're going to do it. And it was completely his idea and he ran with it. You know, we did the promotions and, uh, and the marketing for it and it turned out really well. When does the game get to the point where there's uh, not a whole lot of new things to explore? I mean, you guys have obviously stepped up, uh, the, you know, the guarantees for the August tournament. Seminole Showdown has been now six years a, a staple here in South Florida since poker really grew up here in this state. Uh, but do you, you feel the need always to kind of top yourself a little bit? I don't think it's always about topping ourselves. I think it's about changing and listening to the player feedback. Uh, like, we won the award for an event that was a $3,500, 5000000 dollars guarantee last year. This series coming up, we've changed it. We went with one day one instead of three. Uh, Re-entry, $3,500. $3,500 buy-in, $2 million guaranteed, and we added a 10 k to the series with $2 million guaranteed. That uh, was partly because there was player feedback that they were looking for uh, an event with a bigger buy-in towards the end of the WPT season. Um, we heard that, uh, conversations with the WPT, and we were able to work on something that we think will, will be good for the players, give them opportunities. 
to play into the tournament of champions to be held here. Doesn't three opening sessions really contribute to the larger field and something that people kind of count on coming to an, an area like this, a beautiful property, staying here, and then knowing they, if they get knocked out, they can come back the next day and then the next day? We've provided them with multiple opportunities. Uh, we have a lot of post limbs with varying price points, with solid guarantees that if you get knocked out of one thing, you have something else to get into. We're also holding uh, a $25,000 high roller during the series as a post limb. Uh, during the last August series, we were able to get 80 players for that, our, lar our largest high roller that we've ever had. So, uh, just uh, real quick, uh, the innovative uh, tournament that you were nominated for was the Big Four. Uh, you know, I, Tony knows I, I, I don't feel comfortable unless I can throw in something, you know, just to mix it up a little bit. And that is, uh, I wasn't thrilled with the format and how it worked out in the room. I mean, the, the concept was great, but for people that came to watch the players, it was very confusing. It was tough to see the action. Uh, will you tweak that in the future? There are some tweaks. We've been working on this uh, for the last couple months uh, with our, par our partner, Poker Night in America. Um, we've been talking to them. We're waiting to see how the show comes out in production. But as far as the live stream, we've gotten a lot of feedback. And we've been taking our time going through each piece of it because there was a lot of great feedback on ideas and suggestions to improve it. Uh, some of it's a surprise, so I, I really can't talk about it right, now. Right. But uh, a lot of it will come out after our showdown series. Okay. Uh, right now, you know, Tony and I are focused on the showdown series. Uh, you know, we as a team effort we have to get everybody on board because this is, this one's a little bit bigger than the last one yeah it's you know it's, it's usually one big event now we're going to have four big events during the series so. four uh, three i can pick out right now we got the toc the 25k the 10k oh. and the 3500 okay. and then we have the two weekends before which are huge the right. 350 and uh All 560 stuff yeah. building up uh, which is just around the corner so obviously mm -hmm. the preparations talk a little bit about how much goes into that i mean uh you know, I'm sure Tony's a big help, and you've got a great staff that uh, you bring in some people to help yes. out, in fact. Yeah. Tell, talk about the preparations for a whole group of tournaments like that. As with any one of our tournaments, it, it is a total property effort. Everybody's involved at some level. So on, a, on Tony and I's part, we spend a lot of time meeting with the other departments, making sure they have all the information they need to do the hiring, to set up the IT, security, uh, cash operations, hotel operations. We have to get room rates because we've done a great job at getting players the ability to stay on property from where we were six years ago. So there's a lot that goes into that preparation piece. Uh, the tournament staff and the supervisors that we bring in, we believe are the best in the business. These guys come in and they've helped, uh, helped us improve our image year after year after year, and it's only gotten better. To explain a little bit more what's going to happen. Uh, obviously, the national focus is, the worldwide focus is going to be huge with the uh, addition of the TFC. Um, you know, it's uh, been a staple kind of at the Borgata for a few mm -hmm. years, and, and you've worked so closely with the WPT, which I'm sure has been an excellent partner for you. Uh, this really shakes things up, though. I mean, not only do you have the showdown, which is one of many great events on the mm -hmm. WPT Tour, but now it extends to something else, and you'll have players here mm -hmm. for maybe 10, 10 days, close to two weeks. Well, South Florida is a great destination, and it's a great opportunity to host such an event. Uh, in the past, it was the WPT Championship. Uh, they changed the format to uh, a $15,000 buy-in uh, tournament of champions, which means if you, were, if you are a Champions Club member, you're eligible. And we expect, you know, a solid field. It should be really good. A lot of big names have won WPT events in the past. And they get an opportunity to be in South Florida in April. Uh, I mean, April, the weather here is great. Yeah, it's going to be outstanding, I'm sure. Uh, you're looking forward to it. Um, 
Let's let's switch over to the GPL a little bit uh, because uh, that was a big focus of uh, the event out in Los Angeles, and and I enjoyed the draft. I think a lot of people that, I mean, it's great for the media. We're always looking for an angle anyway. Uh, so uh, this is a great story, and we saw South Florida players selected and that sort of thing. Um, what's your view of the GPL as it applies to the world of poker? I mean, uh, obviously there's a big online segment which you guys haven't been involved in, maybe someday in the future, but uh, <laughs> the, the effect on poker uh, itself and, and uh, the popularization of, of this, the sportifying uh, view of uh, Alexander Dreyfus. Alex Dreyfus has spent a lot of time and energy um, dedicated to poker. And it's it's just been amazing how much he's given to poker, and it's it's the players' response. It has been overwhelming to the the GPL. I mean, everybody's getting excited about this and can't wait to see it. Um, I'm dying to see how it transpires and works out. I'm excited because there's a lot of great names that are involved in it. Uh, one of our uh, team players, Farah Shaka, was uh, involved as one of the coaches, and uh, we talked to him before the draft and after, and he's really excited and. He's such a, a great ambassador for the sport, and all those all those managers are great ambassadors for the sport. Speaking of your guys that wear the patches, I think people are unclear as to what uh, benefit they get out of that. I mean, obviously the exposure and that sort of thing is great for you. It's it's good for them too to be identified with this property. Uh, how does that work? How many uh, ambassadors do you have? And. Uh, I guess, do you feel like uh, you contributed to some of their success among well, just winning the uh, WSOP circuit event and that sort of thing? The, the folks that are involved are all people that we feel um, understand our brand, and we help them with their brand. Uh, players that play professionally have their own brand. They're, they're, it's their business, and we want people to treat it as such and be able to market themselves as well as us. And it gives them the opportunity. Uh, if you'll notice that during the the uh, panels, Matt Stout was wearing multiple brands. He had his charity brand, he had Borgata's brand, right. as well as ours. Okay. Uh, we, you know, that was a discussion we had with him. We want him to be able to do what's best for him as well. So he's wearing the Borgata brand, our brand, and of course his charity brand, which we think is extremely special. Uh, I guess in closing, uh, it's been a great ride for you. I mean, uh, you talked a little bit about in the article on uh, Poker News about your past and and the way you came up in the game, you know, working with Mike Smith at the aisle and, and eventually... Yeah. Oh, was it here? Okay, it here, yeah. okay. And then landing, uh, uh, you know, this job here, mm -hmm. I know. Uh, it, it's really brought this uh, room... I mean, obviously, the, the rules of Florida have changed and, and things have gotten better. And, uh, you know, they have the great financial backing of the Seminole Hard Rock. But, uh, you know, I can never remember uh, the, this room being all that exciting back before you came here. So uh, I, I'm sure a lot of the credit needs to go to you. Uh, any thoughts on where you are now compared with, say, six, eight years ago? I think a large part of the credit goes to the management here and truly their dedication to poker. Uh, you've met Larry Mullen, Larry Frank, Tim Burke. These guys are truly passionate and dedicated to poker. And coming from top down, it makes a big difference. Um, they give us the tools, whatever we need. Uh, they give us the opportunity. They're willing to listen when we need things. Uh, it, it's just, and then you have a staff and crew that are just amazing. They've bought into what we're trying to do. They understand that it's about the guest service and growing the product and getting bigger. Uh, and, you know, the players. The players have responded to that. They're a huge part. And then to go out to, to California and receive an award like that and having Alex Streifus put on an amazing show. Uh, I've never been in front of cameras and lights like that before, and it was, it was truly humbling, and it was amazing. 
Thanks for your time. I appreciate Thank it. You. I appreciate it. Always enjoy talking to uh, Bill Mason, and I hope you enjoyed that as well. Uh, certainly, they will be uh, up front and center in the next uh, six weeks or so, and uh, uh, they have always responded, and the pe- people have walked away uh, raving about the, that er- the area and the, the property itself. <laughs> yeah, not too hard on the eyes here, South Florida. The weather's real nice. Now they've already got an award under their belt here, so uh, I think it's just bigger and better things for them. Yeah, certainly looking forward to that. Uh, let's tell you about our friends at Gulfstream Park as we head for another break here on the program. Uh, we want to tell you about their Sunday night tournament, the Deep Stacks Turbo event that uh, started in the beginning of March and uh, seems to be going very well over there. 15,000 starting units for $100 buy-in. Uh, 2,000 prize guarantee in 10-minute blinds starts at 7 p.m. on Sunday nights. Uh, certainly one of the highlights of the week as far as tournaments go. But they have one every night of the week at 7 o'clock, so you can always check that out. Uh, if you run a little late from work, you can join a little bit late. But there's a different buy-ins. Uh, there was a PLO tournament on Wednesday nights. Uh, I think it's still in place, but... Uh, uh, not as much interest on that night, but uh, certainly the Hold'em tournaments uh, on a daily basis are uh, certainly fun to be in. Oh, yeah, let me tell you, and, you know, for the longest time, I'm, I'm sure they're still having those great PLO uh, uh, cash games cash over games, there, yes, too. For so, sure. you know, uh, it's just a game that's still growing amongst the poker, poker community, so uh, I'm sure their PLO tournament will start getting bigger and better, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, certainly give them a call over there if you want to check out the tournament schedule, exactly what the buy-ins are, the guarantees, starting chip units, and uh, exactly which event. But they're all 7 o'clock, uh, seven nights a week, and uh, you have a chance to rebuy uh during the tournament on Saturday, a $20 add-on available after the rebuy period. So uh, there's rebuys in several things, and uh, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a great place to go, and uh, certainly we uh, highly uh, recommend that to you. Also, we recommend some of the great restaurants there. The two newest ones are Frankie Sports Bar, which is uh, kind of a sports bar with a serious horse racing focus. Uh, you can bet on the races right there. It's it's not actually inside the track, but it's uh, right in the vicinity, and you can go ahead and uh, place your race, place your bets on the races, and uh, pretty much anywhere in the country. If you uh, go late in the afternoon, you get some of the early races out at Santa Anita and and different California tracks, Golden Gate, and some of those out there. And of course, catch the lace races uh, locally and up in New York and and around the country. So that's Frankie's Sports Bar. Uh, good food and a lot of fun being there. It's a good place to be. And also they have the Adena Grill and Wine Bar, which is uh, one of Florida's top uh, gourmet steakhouses. Uh, Great food uh, with the grass-finished beef, uh, pasture-related, pasture-raised organic chicken, I should say, and uh, great seafood as well. So all the different uh, types of food that you can get there. Uh, certainly, uh, we ask you to enjoy that, and of course, an unbelievable selection of wine if you're so inclined in that regard. Uh, check out the poker room, though, because uh, they certainly reward their loyals uh, there with a great players reward program. There's also the great tournaments and a lot of uh, great action. Good dealers, uh, good floor staff, and uh, and a lot of good food all around there. <laughs> absolutely, it's certainly uh, high on my list here in South Florida. Places to go, and who know? And you know that there's so many things to do here in this yep. town. Yes, there is for sure. Uh, check it out. It's in the, the south part of Broward County in Hallandale Beach. 
located at 901 South Federal Highway. Give the uh, Poker Room a call if you have any questions about what they're doing over there. 954-457-6336. That's 954-457-6336. Tell them the Big Dave and Joe sent you over to Gulfstream Park. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. A lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. WFO Radio NHRA Nitro is all about the NHRA Full Throttle Drag Racing Series. Join Joe at 7 p.m. Eastern each Tuesday night for the first edition of NHRA Nitro. Featuring the NHRA's Alan Reinhardt. Race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally. Every Tuesday night, following NHRA national events, NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime on the WFO radio application and at WFORadio.com. Welcome back to the program as we wind things up here on another edition of Poker Action Line. I do want to tell you about the uh, Battles at the Beach which is uh, the first big tournament of the year over at the Isle Casino. Always uh, draws a lot of big local players. Brings players in from all over Florida and all over the country. But their main event uh, kicks off uh, with Day 1A on Thursday, tomorrow, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. It'll also be uh, Day 1s on Friday and Saturday, uh, all starting at noon. It's a $1,500 buy-in with a, with a half a million guaranteed prize pool. Uh, so uh, they'll come back Sunday for day two and finish up on with day three on Monday. But that's the Isle Casino in Pompano Beach, uh, and always a big attractive tournament. 25 units in tournament chips is what you get for that one, and uh, you can play all three days if you want. Uh, no limit, uh, hold them, uh, $1,500 buy-in and 500000 guarantee. So we'll probably be checking some of that out over the weekend. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to mention, and uh, it came out in January up at the PCA, 
Uh, I don't know. We never talked about this story, and I, I doubt that you even heard much about it, Joe, but uh, um, pretty interesting. There was an editorial written by Earl Burton about it, but uh, what happened was uh, the magician, Antonio Esfandiari, uh, was ejected uh, from the from one of the tournaments there because he actually urinated at the table. What? And you would think that's really crazy for a guy like that. But the story behind it was kind of <laughs> pretty crazy. He had made a prop bet with Bill Perkins, who uh, plays in a lot of big high roller tournament, uh, reportedly a $50,000 original bet, and there was some side action as well, that uh, Esfandiari had to lunge uh, for uh, a 48-hour period. Lunging is when you walk and you touch your knee to the ground every step. So it's, uh, you know, not not only physically tough, but for a long period of time. So uh, basically uh, his leg, his second leg makes a 90-degree angle before taking up and taking the next step. Everywhere he went, he had to lunge. So, uh, you know, obviously if uh, if you do squats and uh, different things in the gym, it's, uh, it's pretty tough. A crazy bet to make, first of all, but... Uh, uh, that was the bet. So they were at the table on the main at the main event of the PCA, and uh, Esfandiari uh, realized that he had to relieve himself. <laughs> so didn't make it, did he? N- knew that there was no way he could lunge on his way to the bathroom in time without uh, having an accident. So instead of losing the bet, uh, he decided to take matters into his own hands. Uh, <laughs> So Literally, <laughs> and, and uh, actually relieved himself at the poker table. Now, he didn't just stand up and whip it out and uh, take care of business. He actually brought some people around him, some friends, to kind of block uh, people from seeing, and they had a towel and uh, uh, held a towel up there, took, took care of his business in some sort of bottle or bucket. I don't know exactly what it was, and uh, went ahead and took care of business. Uh, so he was actually disqualified from the tournament uh, for a breach of etiquette. So uh, uh, he was somewhat discreet, but uh, not good judgment on his part. I wonder if you've ever had any sort of uh, deal that, like that in your poker room. At rooms. that point, you lose the bet. With the money he's made, yeah, you exactly. lose the bet and go to the bathroom and say, hey, I made bad judgment here taking this bet when I'm playing in a tournament. Yeah, well, he had also a nice stack. It was day two of the event. So he had to be uh, uh, considered, you know, uh, a real threat to uh, go dar- very deep in this tournament, which was a $5,000 buy-in. He didn't want to lose the 50 grand or whatever. Uh, but when you start adding up the money, uh, it makes that uh, first-place finish of uh, 800000 kind of uh, not so important anymore. Yeah, well, listen, I think I would have gone peed, lost the 50000 and played for that 800000 But it's not, uh, you know, obviously the word kind of spread around and... Uh, you know, he, here's a guy that won 18 million in one of the biggest charity poker tournaments of all time, the big, the the big one from Big Drop for One Drop, big one for One Drop, uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, is one of the all-time uh, money top leaders, money money leaders. Yeah. Well, that 18 million alone, because I got to put him in the top 10 at least. And a funny guy, and well liked out on the tour and that sort of thing, but. Uh, and, and and to his credit, he uh, afterwards realized how embarrassing and silly that the whole thing was and uh, uh, apologized profusely and uh, certainly understand that uh, understood that uh, being ejected was uh, part of it. So um, 
problem is, is it's just not good for the image of poker to have a top no. star like that do something and, like and that. And a great commentary uh, commentator on TV when he's because oh absolutely I don't know about you but I enjoy no, he's, his he's com- fantastic. Com- his commentary more than anybody else. He's it's so insightful, gets right to it. I enjoyed it this year in the uh, final uh, the final table in the main event. Uh, it, you know. Yeah, it's b- very bad judgment, I think. Yeah, you know, I think it's just a commentary, though, on the game of poker from, from the standpoint that, uh, you know, these guys are always looking for excitement. Uh, prop bets are common out these there. These are adrenaline junkies. Yeah. They're gambling adrenaline junkies. I mean, it can be physical like that. Uh, weight loss, we've heard about some of the big weight loss bets uh, between Ted Forrest and Mike Matisau. Uh Certainly uh, other uh, last longer bets were common in the beginning. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, it, it just seems to things to get bigger and bigger, and and uh, you know, and it's, it's not only on the poker tables as we saw it's here dangerous. with this, but they do it on golf courses. Yeah, absolutely. They do it. They do it on so many different things, and you know, sometimes I find it difficult that you're not getting enough excitement out of, the, out of just playing poker. Yeah. Well, as uh, Burl Burton said, uh, it's one of those borders that just cannot be crossed. And, uh, you know, prop bets can be fun, but uh, he said, let's just grow up out there. Yeah, not someone who's in the public eye and representing poker as as, as Antonio does. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So I did want to mention that. Just it's a story that's been out there and uh, haven't talked a lot about it. But, uh, you know, it's just uh, use common sense out there. It's you're representing your game and your public and you know, all the great things that are done with the Global Poker League and, and, Listen, and tournaments like that, you know, can be shattered in a very quick, uh, short period of time. It's funny that you mentioned that, but, you know, at least he had people around them, did his business in a cup, and had a cover. I've actually had men and women pee themselves at the poker, at the chair, in, in my poker room. So <laughs> I, I prefer Antonio's way of doing things uh, <laughs> yeah. a little better. At least he kept it off the carpet. Yes, exactly. And off the chair, hopefully. As we close things here on the show, uh, we'll tell you that uh, I'll be up uh, on Sunday, March the 20th, at uh, Palm Beach Kennel Club for the Tyler's Team Charity Poker Classic, the sixth year of this event. Uh, it is Sunday, March 20th, uh, beginning at uh, 12 noon, well, the tournament actually starts at 1, but they start with uh, uh, the complimentary buffet and soft drinks at 12 noon, along with they'll have a 50-50 raffle. There'll be several celebrity bounties. There'll be one on my head, I'm sure. There'll be also a silent auction. It's only a $50 buy-in, but you can buy in many times for uh, the very cheap price of $20. There's also add-on period later on for $10. Uh, there'll be some good prizes as well. Not only for for the first place winner, we'll take home the Tyler's Cup trophy, a cash prize, and a buy-in to a World Series of Poker circuit event at the Palm Beach Kennel Club in 2000, later in the year in 2016, with $580 buy-in. So it uh, should be a lot of fun. We invite you to come out there, get there early, and uh, socialize and have fun and have a little bit of food, and then the tournament uh, cards in the air at 1 p.m. Once again, Tyler's team, Charity Poker Classic. Kevin McClellan and his wife Karen put this thing on every year to honor their son uh, who died in a plane crash in uh, Tampa back in July of 2008. And they established a foundation. The, the foundation is set up to help uh, underprivileged families with sports in their family and to provide equipment and uh, you know, fees and that sort of thing. So they've done a great job over six years. And any tournament that uh, has a lot of hopes and dreams and continues to grow and can still last six years, you got to give them a lot of credit. Exactly. 
Like I've said before, it's a beautiful way to honor their son's memory. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll be there with all the other uh, sponsors, uh, people like uh, Boston's on the Beach, uh, Annie at Poker Magazine, uh, who I write for, is also involved, Lion Country Safari, uh, the Golden Corral, Bruise Room, and Rocket Sports and Entertainment, all lots of great uh, support there, Palm Beach International Raceway, Publix, Outback Steakhouse, uh, the list goes on and on, and we invite you to check out the website at uh, TylerMcClellanFoundation.org, and uh, certainly will be a fun time. But that's this Sunday, the 20th, and uh, we'll talk with Kevin again on the show. He wasn't able to be with us tonight, but uh, certainly enjoy that. So that's going to do it for the program. We'll uh, catch you next week, work on some guests as we approach the big uh, weekend down in Hollywood. Actually, two weekends. There's uh, ten days of great events. will be a lot of fun. Uh, Matt Savage will be in town. I'll be happy to interview him and maybe get him on the show as well. And a lot of the big names from poker will be involved in the Seminole Hard Rock events of April. So we look forward to that. Uh, Meanwhile, maybe I can win a little bit of money (laughs) and uh, turn some of it back to the charity and uh, have some fun. There you go, Big Dave. And by the way, I'd like to wish my partner here uh, a happy birthday that's coming up in a few days. Yeah, Uh, Saturday. His birthday will pass before our next show. So happy birthday, Big Dave. Thank you so much. Uh, Gio, thank you as well for everything uh, that you do for the program. And we'll catch everybody next week on another edition of Poker Action Live. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies. 